This podcast is intended for adults 18 years and older. It contains explicit language and sexual situations. All thoughts and opinions expressed are of our own and not of those of any specific group, employer, or individual, and is not intended to take as professional advice. Welcome to the Foreplay Podcast. Join the journey, experiences, and sexual adventures of two high school sweethearts navigating through the swinging lifestyle as millennials. Come along for the ride. Dare to play. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Foreplay Podcast. It's Bella. This is Jace. We are so excited to talk about Bliss Cruise November 2022 with you guys today. We're going to do a full review of our experience on this year's Bliss Cruise. This was the, again, the November one in 2022. It was the seven day. Seven night. This was such a special trip for us because this was, I feel like, the first time that we had so many people come up and and say how much our content has done for them and a lot of couples came up and said hey oh my gosh we're here on bliss cruise because of your youtube videos or because of your podcast and because of this and you guys have helped us so much and it just like warms our hearts so much like, yeah. it was so special it's just our favorite thing meeting you guys and just seeing the people who were able to reach and becoming friends with you guys and it's just I, I don't even know. It's never going to get old. Never. I don't think it ever will. Never. No, there's and no way. It's truly why we continue to do this. And it's our favorite thing is to put a face to the messages that we get. Or, I mean, sometimes people don't even message us or anything. We don't even know the people who are consuming the content. And then when people come up to us and, and say these so, such nice things and ah, I, I don't know how to put it into words, but... If you guys ever see us at any place, please come up and say hi. Yes, please. There's so many people who are like, well, we didn't want to bother you. It never is going to bother us. Please come up. Please say hello. It means it means more to us than anything else. Like it really like it's like what keeps us going is all of like the people saying such kind things and the nice emails and everything. So if you ever see us, please please say hello. We won't bite unless you ask. <laughs> I feel like people say that all the time. <laughs> yeah, we're not mean. We're not, I mean, we're not naughty unless you want us to be. <laughs> but uh, it's funny because there were multiple couples that we just, you know, said hi to just like randomly or like stroke up conversation randomly. And they're like, oh, by the way, we know who you guys are. We watch your content or we uh, listen to your podcast. And so it's it's just so funny when that happens too. Did you say stroke up conversation? Stroke it's strike. It's strike up conversation. I'm a slut. What can I say? <laughs> um, so enough of that little um, mushy gushy stuff. I know you guys want to hear stuff actually about the cruise. So actually, before we get into Just that, gushy. Though, <laughs> I'm gushing so much gushing this cruise, <laughs> but. If you guys are planning on coming on a future Bliss Cruise or a future lifestyle vacation, if you guys will book through our links, it helps us out a ton. It helps us continue to be able to make this content for you. All of the vacation information can be found at foreplay.com slash travel. That's the number four, O-U-R-P-L-A-Y dot com slash travel. Or if you just want specific cruise information, you can go to foreplay.com slash cruise. You'll be able to see which ones that we will be on specifically. If we're going on that specific 
Pacific cruise, which we go on every November Bliss cruise and every Temptation cruise. So if you guys are going to be with us on there, you'll be part of the foreplay squad where we'll do exclusive meetups, activities, a group dinner, you'll get a name necklace and different exclusive foreplay merch and swag. So again, if you guys will go to foreplay.com slash cruise or foreplay.com slash travel, you can find all the information there. Okay, now let's actually go ahead and tell you about Bliss Cruise. So this year was on the Celebrity Reflection. We'll get more into the size of the ship and everything later, but we'll start with demographic. This was pretty much like most lifestyle vacations. Most of the people I would say were in that 40 to 55 year old range. Pretty typical there. There was people that were older than that. There was people that were younger than that, but the main group I would say falls in between 40 and 55. The only really rule is you do have to be 21. So there definitely wasn't people under 21, but everyone we met, I feel like was just so kind and so nice, which is also pretty much every lifestyle vacation you ever go on. Everyone is super kind and super nice, but this cruise was no exception. There were a lot of people who were in the lifestyle. So this is catered to couples only. So you do have to be a couple to go on here. There are no singles on this cruise. You can also be a group of three, but most people were couples. It is marketed as a couples cruise and a majority of people were in the lifestyle. So there are some people who are new to some people who are, you know, dabbling, but a majority of people we would say actually are in the lifestyle are swingers. Of course, everybody has their own rules and everything, but compared to some of the other resorts or other cruises, this one definitely is very lifestyle based. People always wanna know about the clothing options. It is a clothing optional cruise. I mean, obviously this is in the certain areas. So you, you know, the pool decks, solarium, playrooms, you are allowed to be completely naked. If you want to be, you definitely don't have to be, but it is an option. Now, when you're at port or you're within three miles of a port, you do have to have clothes on, but the rest of the time you were able to be completely nude. And you will see people that are nude for sure. I feel like some of the resorts and stuff are a little bit more nude, but you'll definitely see a lot of topless people. And there is a lot of people that do participate in being fully nude. I'd say most of the women were completely topless at least. Not as many people were completely nude on this specific cruise. I remember the last cruise we were on, I feel like there were a lot more fully naked people, but that was also a bigger ship last time. So speaking of size, let's go into the size of the ship. There was about 3,000 people 1500 cabins and the ship itself was big but not too big it's a moderate size ship we feel like it was big enough to make a ton of connections but not too big to where you wouldn't see the people we did feel like we could see the same people over and over versus whenever it's one of those very big ships which there are pros and cons to both but when it's a super super big ship like the oasis of the seas or the symphony which it will be on in 2024 if you don't make a connection right then and get information you might not see them again and so we did like the size. We felt like it was good for this type of vacation. And again, it was seven nights. We personally really like the seven nights. We feel like it gives people time to acclimate and it seems like it's gonna be a long time, but then you're like already on night five or six and you're like, no, there's only one day left. And so we, we really like the seven nights. So now we will get into how it's organized. We'll start with the pools. So there's two main pools on this ship and they're they're connected by a bridge one of the pools is a little bit deeper i mean you really kind of have to swim in that pool or kind of sit on the edge now around the pool there is an edge where you can sit but then on the other side of that bridge which you can walk across there is a standing pool that's probably waistish level but that pool was always so 
busy. I mean, it was like sardines in that pool every time we walked by. It was questionably warm. <laughs> um, and so I feel like we tend to sit in the, the deeper pool and just on the edge or kind of sit on the little stairs that are like leading into the pool. But there was those two pools. By the pool deck, there was also a DJ stand. And so they played music there. There was a spot that they had open where you could go dance up in the front if you wanted to. Not that many people were dancing all the time though. More people were conversating either in the pool or around the pool during the day. There was also a solarium which had the other pool. That was also a standing type waste level water. That pool, I, or I feel like that area was much more quiet. You had people talking in little groups there, but it wasn't really busy or anything. So if you wanted to kind of get away from that party atmosphere, I liked that they had the solarium. There was also two hot tubs in the solarium, which are usually pretty busy. There's also four hot tubs by the normal pool, which I feel like we're also always, we didn't even get in the hot tub this time. I feel like last year we got in the hot tub all the time, but this year the hot tubs are kind of smaller and they were just always so crowded that we never even managed to make it in a hot tub this year. The solarium was really nice because it was covered. And so it was really cool in there. It was super hot out on the pool deck. And so if you wanted to cool down a little bit, you can go into the solarium. And there also wasn't any music or at least any loud music. There wasn't a DJ in there. So it was just the relaxing kind of music, if anything. I don't even know if I really heard any music yeah. in there. But if you really wanted to get to know people, like I recommend to go into the solarium area for sure. Before we get into more of how everything is organized and more of the ship, every year it is on a different ship. So Bliss Cruise does a different ship every year. Sometimes they overlap, but for the most part it is a different ship. And so next year is gonna be different than this year. Last year was different than this year. And if you want to see the specifics of this specific ship, we will link in the show notes a YouTube video of a generalized tour. It'll look a little bit different because they're not gonna have you know, the lifestyle travel agencies and all those things, but we will have that there so you can get an idea of what everything looks like. There was a ton of outdoor seating areas, pool deck type chairs, and it went all around the pool, all the way out to the front and the back of the ship if you didn't want to be right at the pool, so you could definitely suntan if you wanted to. It was kind of difficult to get a pool chair if you weren't out there early, so people were putting their towels on there to kind of save their spot. A tip that you can do is put your shirt on there or put like a shirt that has, you know, your names on it or something like that. We did see some people do that. Us podcasters do that a lot too, so then like, you know, that's your seat and everything, but people are so nice. You can literally meet people and just ask to put your stuff there and that's what we did now i will say that was on the main pool deck i feel like if you went up one floor to like the one that's above where the pools were there was more seating up there it still wasn't like tons of open seating but there definitely was more open seating i feel like on the deck above than on the actual pool deck itself there were multiple playrooms on this ship the solarium had a playroom that you could play there during the day but at night is where most of the action happened in the solarium there was about 20 beds or so and the beds were nice they were covered by these sheer ish curtains that were white and red the other ones were red so it wasn't white and red together there were some white ones, some red ones, so it did look very nice and classy. You could close them if you wanted to, to have that kind of sexy, well, maybe you can see, maybe you can't see, or you could open them completely. Since the solarium was completely covered, there wasn't a ton of wind and stuff, so that was nice. They also had one that was kind of funny out on the basketball court so it was an outdoor playroom on the basketball court and they didn't move the basketball so they were 
still rolling around and there were no curtains there. So it was just completely open. It was in also, a cage. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's kind of funny because it was like in a cage. Like it's in the basketball court cage and there was just beds. Maybe like it, six beds. It looked like a caged show. <laughs> Which, if that's your thing, if, yeah. if you want to be an exhibitionist, you definitely could do that. And it was nice and warm out there. But but the other issue is this is at the front of the boat on like the top deck. It was so windy that I do not think it would have been fun to have sex out there because of how windy it was. And also the basketballs under the bed just could have been moved. <laughs> that was just funny to me. But... It's still nice. There was also one more playroom. That was an indoor playroom that was on the fourth floor, and it had little curtains you could also close. I bet there was probably around 20 beds in there, I would say, as well. And that one also did little meet-and-greet type play sessions, if you want to call them that. So they had a girls-only play session, or just different kind of play sessions that people could go, and you could maybe meet people that you... You know, we're in the same demographic of you in some sense. And that one was also just open at night where you could go and play inside, which is nice because that's kind of climate controlled and it's a little bit darker in there, so a little bit more sensual. So I thought they did a really good job having all of the different types of playrooms that you could do. And there was also a playroom in a sense with the dungeon. The dungeon was a little bit different this year. To me, last year, you kind of could go and sit around and watch and get involved a little bit more if you were newer. But this year, it was almost like a stage with everything. They had all of the different toys, uh, toys and yeah. beds and the, the cross and all of those things. But it was towards the front. And then there was seating that kind of went upward. So it felt like everything was a show. And so that would make me personally nervous. I feel like on the last one I was able to experiment more because I didn't feel like everybody was watching me yeah. and but the, it, the playroom itself was really nice mm-hmm. so they had water in there and they had every toy you could think of yeah and and I mean if you like to be watched I feel like it was a perfect perfect because I think it was actually in a comedy club is like what I think they probably use that room for normally so it just had and it wasn't huge I bet there could have been what I don't know how many people could sit in there but it got pretty busy in there and people, like I said, were just putting on a show. So it was nice you could just go in and watch if you wanted to see all of the BDSM kind of stuff going on. One thing that we didn't like that was kind of a negative, which it obviously just has to do with the actual ship that the cruise is on. But last year there was a promenade. And so during the promenade, it was a big open area where the people walked through. You could see all of the outfits. And that's where they did like the, the party for the night almost or the pre-party where you could see everyone's outfit. So let's say it's birthstone night or it's glow night everyone would kind of walk through this one area so it was just fun to kind of interact with people see people's outfits and this year they didn't have that there was a little dance floor on the third floor that people went to and that was kind of the pre-party but it was kind of small and so i do wish that they had a promenade on this ship just because i felt like it really made a nice kind of area to go in those in-between times and to see all the outfits but I so said that just had to do with the ship and not actually bliss. Yeah, the promenade almost seemed like a central meeting point. There was also on deck four, right above that dance area, a bar. And that seemed to be the other place that everyone went during that pre-party time. But it was so busy that you couldn't really even hear unless you were talking really, really loud. And it was just very compact and crowded. And so that's why I like the promenade. It gave it a little bit more space where you could still meet, but it wasn't so compact. It seemed that the dance party did move from about 11 or 12 
to the big dance club and so people kind of dispersed from the third and fourth floor there was also a latin club on deck floor that was pretty busy up until about midnight there was cool things and things i didn't like about the dance club it was at the sky lounge that was on deck 14 and the dance floor was just kind of small. They only did one party outside and that was the glow party. So all the rest of the parties were in there. Now there was seating around the outside edge. So if you wanted to kind of get away and just go sit, you definitely could. But because that dance floor was kind of small, there were so many people dancing that it just got hot really quick. Um, and so I would have loved that there was like a little bit more space to actually dance, but the actual venue itself was nice because it had all the outside seating around the edge. So that was really nice if you wanted to kind of get away from that, said the hot dancing area. When he says outside, he just means away from the dance floor. It was still inside the actual club. Around the it's perimeter just, of that room, basically. Yeah. And it was big. Like the club itself was really big. If you just walked back towards where the windows were, there was a ton of different seating, almost like a loungy area. And again, I mean, they can't really help it. I mean, it's, that's just how the ship is set up. On the dance floor, there was also a stage area that people were dancing on too. And then they, it was kind of cool too because they had on the 15th floor, just like right above it to the left, they turned the teen club into a dance area as well. And they kind of played different music at the two places. And so like one night they had an EDM night. And so if you were looking for that kind of music, they had an EDM night at that club. But that one was much smaller. And I feel like we didn't see as many people up in that club as the other one. But I thought it was cool that they had them so close. So you kind of like bounce back and forth between the two different clubs up there to dance. I don't think many people knew about the one on the 15th floor. Whenever Jason and I went in there, we were like, ooh, this is giving vanilla cruise. <laughs> It's because it was like five people dirty dancing together and like it reminded me of like a carnival vanilla cruise. Our favorite nighttime party was the glow party and that was outside. It was put on by Share Nation and it was on the pool deck. They moved all of the chairs and everything. You actually could swim but nobody did swim and that was really fun because you could walk around everywhere and I feel like you could see everybody and it was cool and there were so many places to dance and you could hop around and go to different places so we really liked when it was outside at first I didn't know if I was gonna like it because I didn't know if it was gonna be way too windy but it turned out good the glow definitely I feel like was everybody's favorite because it was just so fun with the outside I mean like people weren't really all out. I get why it's not all outside though because it's dependent on the weather. So if the weather was really bad and then they'd have to, you know, think about it and then like move it inside. And so I understand why it wouldn't be. Speaking of glow party, we're gonna go ahead and talk about the theme nights now. So on Bliss Cruise, a lot of people really do go all out on their theme outfits. And oh my gosh, there's so much luggage. <laughs> I think we've been on a lot of vanilla cruises and we have never seen as many luggage is as we have seen on lifestyle cruises which is funny because you don't really wear much on the lifestyle cruises but somehow there's so much luggage and so there was a birthstone night which was kind of like a color night you dressed in the color of your birthstone there was one formal night that was a black and white formal night everybody looked really nice there was a we did not like this name of this theme it was called pimps hose and gigolo so we did not like that name very much. Um, I think they could have named it something else that was more appropriate for sex workers. And so 
there was a, a rock and roll theme and the glow night, an angel and demon fetish night, which was actually really cool. Usually it's just normal fetish, but we did like how there was a theme here. And you could see the people who were dressed up as like devils and angels and people really were creative that night. And then there was an anything but clothes night which is a fun theme, but they did it on the very last night. And I think people, us included, were just tired and yeah. we didn't want to have to think about it. I think if they would have switched the Anything But Clothes and Birthstone I night. Agree, 100%. Yeah, and like had the Anything But Clothes the first night, people probably would have put more effort and went all out. We were planning on doing things for Anything But Clothes. Jace was going to do this tape thing. I was going to wear all Shibari rope. And then we were like, no, nope, fuck it. And just wore normal clothes. Yeah, you already <laughs> packed your stuff away. Yeah. Like, Lashley did a purple passion party the last night, which was just purple. I feel like that's easy. Same with Burst People just wore colors. So I wish they would have switched those parties. I also wish that they didn't do the glow party the same night before people got off the ship to go to, like, a port. Because I feel like people go to sleep earlier that night. And so I feel like people love glow so much. I wish that would have been on a sea day night. Um, where you weren't getting off the ship the next day. But overall, I thought the themes were like pretty decent this year. Next, we're going to talk about food. Overall, the food was okay. It was decent. Typically, celebrity has really good food, but I don't know. There was something different about it this time. Yeah, that I just agree. wasn't as good. <laughs> but it was good. It just wasn't like amazing or excellent. Or, but I mean, I don't think you go on this cruise for food. Maybe you go on normal cruises for food, but... No, I think that people are going on vacation, so they want to have good food you know i would say it's not like it was bad it was just decent so the buffet there was a lot of different options it's called the ocean view cafe on celebrity and it was open until 4 a.m which was absolutely incredible there were times where it was closed so they can change things out but there were always places where you could go get a little snack to eat if you wanted to but having it open that late was so necessary because people are done playing or they're done dancing and then they need to eat something and so they had late night food that you want to eat you know like pizza and burgers and french fries and pasta yeah all that kind of like bad foods I which i really like it because <laughs> last time i feel like the cruise is shut down and the only thing left open is pizza which is good. I still love pizza whenever, you know, you've had a little bit to drink. But having so many options and the whole entire area was open so you could find seating easy, like seating really easily. The water was there. Like, so I really did. That was the best part about the food for me is that it was open till 4. Because, I mean, one day we were in there at like 3.59 and got the last pieces of pizza that were even left. They had them on plates. Yeah. We, were like the, we were like the only people even in there at that point. But oh man, it was a lifesaver to have food open till four. And the buffet was really big too. And they had breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You know, I say that the food was decent, but I'm thinking about it. I mean, they literally had everything you could think of. They had salads. You could eat healthy if you wanted. They had vegan options. They had breads, charcuterie. They had Indian foods, Asian foods. I mean, they really did have... A little bit of everything. I just, for some reason, I don't know why I didn't really like it that much. I feel like every day I ended up eating the same thing. They did have ice cream every day that was homemade ice cream, or at least I think it was homemade. It looked like it was, because some days it would be more sloshy than yeah. others. So I do think that it was like made fresh, which was really good. I did like that. I also thought the food was pretty good in the formal dining room. If you wanted to take the time to like sit there and have a nice meal. I think that it's one of those things where if you like to sit down and like go for a long meal, the formal dining room is definitely the way to go. But if you're like wanting to just kind of eat like a quick meal and go party again, then the buffet is probably easier. But I feel like most of the food that we had in the formal dining room was some of my 
food I liked more anyway from the from the ship. You could also do the formal dining room for breakfast and lunch on sea days, which I completely forgot. So we didn't do that. Also, we also woke up late all the time, like at 11 or noon. So at that point, I think we weren't even having it anymore. But a lot of people who did go to there, they did say that it was better than the buffet food, which was nice. The only thing is if you're going to do dinner at the formal dining room, which on the ship was called Opus, the service is just slow depending on how many people were at your table. So if you had eight plus people at your table, we had friends who were eating dinner for three plus hours. And I mean, part of that is the conversating. And I mean, it is nice to have that long dinner, but if you're trying to like go and get ready and then go drink and go party, sometimes that three hour dinner can be kind of long-winded and also if you are wanting to have a private dinner so if like you and your partner just want to go by yourself or maybe you wanted a dinner just with another couple make sure to tell the receptionist at the front of the restaurant that you only want a table for this specific amount of people and for it to be private otherwise they will add other people to your table so you could do that too and that's just getting seated at any table and that's also fun so you can meet new people but just keep in mind with the timing the other food i really did like is they had burgers and french fries up on i think it's like 15 but it's right outside above the like one level above the pool and they i think they also had hot dogs there at points but that food was just kind of like bar you know quick and easy food but i actually really enjoyed that burger a lot we got it like three or four times and i thought that was really really good so it was nice that that was kind of open on the in-between times whenever maybe the buffet was changing out from breakfast to lunch or lunch to dinner they kind of had that food up there so that was another option that was really nice if you had a suite, they had a different main dining room for suite guests, and so they had different foods there, and it was a lot smaller and quieter. They had this coffee bar on either the fourth or fifth deck that had snacks and drinks and different coffee drinks, like espresso martinis, that kind of stuff, which was nice. There was a spa cafe, which had smoothies and healthy options, but they closed early. I think they closed at 10 or 11, so we never made it out <laughs> to try that. But our friends who did try it out said that it was good. And of course, there are different restaurants that had a surcharge that we didn't personally go and eat at. They had one that was animations on your plate that our friends went to, and they said that that was fun. I know they had that on the last ship, Two that we were on oh that was for temptation but yes yeah, so, so they did have the animation little show there was a french restaurant there was steak restaurant there's sushi and so there are a lot of different options if you did want to not do the main dining room or the buffet this podcast is brought to you by us bella and jays if you're looking for any kind of apparel hats t-shirts backpacks swimsuits all lifestyle stuff upside down pineapple stuff we have the best lifestyle stuff on the market you can find all of that at foreplay.com slash shop that's the number four o-u-r-p-l-a-y.com slash shop if you guys are at a party and maybe it's a little bit slow you're looking for some excitement maybe you want to have some conversation going we have the perfect solution for you foreplay the game it is a lifestyle icebreaker game it is a digital and physical version now so if you want to be on the phone you want to be on a card we have you for both of them but basically it just helps get the conversation flowing it can help things move towards play if that's what you're looking for make sure to check it out at foreplay.com games
If you're looking to book a lifestyle vacation, using our links helps us out a ton and doesn't cost any extra for you. We do have some coupon codes on our site as well. You can find all of that information at foreplay.com travel. Lastly, we now offer coaching. It is two on two personalized coaching for lifestyle couples, whether you are already in it and looking for some help along your way, maybe you're just dipping your toes and you have no clue where to start or you're completely lost, we are there for you. So make sure to go to foreplay.com coaching to check it out. Now back to the show. So next let's talk about accommodations and kind of like some little other things that you can do while you're on the ship that aren't, you know, swinger stuff. Uh, the accommodations were definitely nice overall. I think that Celebrity does a really good job keeping everything super clean and organized. I felt like it was a really nice room. I mean, it was a cruise ship room, but I really thought the accommodations were nice. We also thought the ship was a good size. You could kind of find people over and over every day and people kind of went to the same places. So it didn't feel too big, but it also didn't feel too small where you were crammed. So I felt like the size of the ship was really really good they did have a little open lawn area and that had kind of some little like beanbag type chairs that you could sit and you could watch it was pretty much just a red bull channel <laughs> all the time i wish they played movies or something up there i think that'd be better than the red bull channel but it was nice just to sit out there there was some hammocks up there there was a little putting green which besides me and you i did not see one person <laughs> put a ball except us ever there was also a bocce ball little court maybe that's what you call that i never saw one person playing bocce ball but it, it was nice that you could go up there and kind of get away from how loud everything was and it was just kind of peaceful up there so we took a nap on the little hammock one day it was really really nice up there i did fall out and eat shit uh <laughs> trying to lay in the hammock i it was upside down and i didn't know it was like inverted so when i laid on it i literally just fucking i literally probably looked like a cartoon i just flipped upside down and just i fell on the ground and then i got up and went up we walked over and one of our friends was over there he's like was that you that just ate shit on the <laughs> hammock i was like yep that was me but uh it was still nice regardless the other place that was kind of cool was there was a, a library this was one of the prettier libraries i've ever seen on a ship so the library had a nice little spot there was some other things that were you were able just to kind of sit in some little pods what I would imagine Google looks like, some pods you could just sit. And then my favorite thing was there was a game, a little game area. And in the game area, they had a bunch of different games that you could, you know, board games you could play. But then there was these digital games and the the actual table was like a touchscreen table that you could play different like word finding games and stuff like that. So we went over there almost every day and played little digital <laughs> word finding games. It was really We're fun. We're on a swinger cruise over here doing like the most vanilla shit. <laughs> You it is. Like and split I, it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I like to have time that's like just us yeah. when we're not doing swinger stuff. And that is in the vlog. So if you guys want to see vlogs from these, yeah. <laughs> uh, they'll be out. They'll probably be able to after this actual podcast comes out, but we'll link those down below whenever they come out. So we do wish that there were more activity stuff that you could do because even the golfing wasn't even mini golfing, which I feel like most cruise ships have. This was like an actual putting green with actual golf clubs but it didn't go very far I mean, it how was many grass went? yeah it wasn't like it wasn't like the nice putting surface of like putting on a putting green it was grass so was the ball didn't roll right yeah. it was it was interesting there was a ping pong table too but we wish there was and there was no slide so it was so fun last year because you could go topless down these water slides and like at the water park and stuff and there wasn't any of that no rock climbing no little 
activities like that, which I think, you, you know, you're not really there to do all of those things, but it is nice to have. Yeah, I love titty slides. <laughs> Symphony in 2024 will have titty slides again, and that'll be so fun. Moving on to talking about the staff. Amazing, amazing staff as always. Everybody who works on a cruise ship, like the hospitality of cruise ship staff, I mean, goes above and beyond. Your stateroom attendants are absolutely incredible. Nothing bad to say about the staff. Everybody was cleaning all the time too, so the ship itself was always super clean. And the staff that was there working with Bliss, the volunteers and the people who were with Bliss and all the different travel agencies and the companies, all everybody there was also super, super nice. Nothing bad to say. Everybody was there to help if you needed, answer any questions at any time. So activity and show-wise, there was a ton of different meetups. So you had like the under 45, the over 45, full swap, soft swap, non-swinger. They had all these different types of meetups, but they're all self-led. And I feel like we went to a couple, but it's not like it was always, I think lots of people just went to the meetups just to talk. So I don't know if everyone that went to the meetup was necessarily that, if that makes sense what I'm trying to say. So we thought that the meetups were cool, but since they're self-led, it's just kind of random people show up and they do so many of them that they're kind of hit or miss, but it is nice that they have the option. There was a speed dating, which we didn't get to go to because we were busy. I don't know what we were doing, but <laughs> so many people said how fun the speed dating was. So that's probably something definitely to look at. There was actually so many people there that you couldn't even meet everybody. So it definitely was a popular activity. There was fun nighttime games every single night that were like a meet and greet type games. They did from nine to 10 in the Sky Lounge. And I thought those were really a fun way that you could go and kind of conversate and meet some new people. It wasn't too loud up there. So those were pretty fun. And they were party games like Never Have I Ever, and they did ones with this huge double dong dildo <laughs> that you had to pass in between with your boobs or pass between with your knees. So they were really fun, silly games. They also had some seminars. Some of these were free. Some of them did cost money. You had to go and get a ticket for them. They had one about how to plan an orgy. There was an author there who was teaching about pleasure spots, and there were a ton of different seminars that you could go to these were usually during the day and we always mean to go to these seminars and then we end up having so much fun talking to people and partying and going to the pool that we forget to go to these seminars <laughs> but we did have friends who did go and they said that it was nice it was a nice change of pace if you wanted to learn at night there was a few shows there was a burlesque show that was really good they it was from the law laws this is a burlesque troupe from la it was kind of long though that was the only thing because they almost had a like halfway which was almost like an intermission i mean they didn't stop the whole thing but I wish the show was more like 45 minutes and it ended up being I don't know like an hour and a half or something so it was yeah. kind of kind of long but it was really good though and then there was a queen cover band that was really good they had a few comedians there one lady comedian people did not like very much we were only there for not even joking maybe three minutes and then we left she just made some jokes that were just an ill taste and I think being in a more inclusive cruise type environment maybe it wasn't bad taste to make those jokes and so there were people talking about how they didn't like her very much so i don't think she's going to be back i don't think that you guys are going to need to worry about that <laughs> for any future cruises but so we didn't see the joke she said that's just yeah. a lot of people told us the same exact story a lot of times 
And they also did the typical celebrity shows that they had on the ship, which are, if you've been on normal cruises, they're entertaining, but kind of cheesy. It's just the dancing and the singing, like almost a Broadway type show, but think maybe probably more off Broadway. <laughs> they did have pool games, which last year there were some pool games, but that was one of my complaints last year was that there wasn't that many pool games. This year, I feel like they did more. Now, I so wish they had playmakers that made stuff happen all the time and got people dancing even more, but I do feel like they did a good job. They did, I think, like four days they had different little games, and there was a car wash one where, you know, you go through naked and it's all of the women all sudgy and cute and stuff. <laughs> and then they did, like, a naked jump roping one. Which I'm actually so mad that we didn't sign up for because we would have killed that because yeah. you guys know jason and i met on a jump rope team yeah. i mean that would have been against you and me and we would have won yeah we, i think the person who ended up winning had like 85 jumps in a minute i could do like a hundred double unders in a minute Ooh, my boobs would be like blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> uh but they did, like, they did lots of little fun pool games some of them they did where you know you could win a couple nights free at some resort they did where i think they gave away money for one of them so they had like some actual prizes with some of the games too, which I thought was cool. So I was happy that they kind of changed that up a little bit this year. They also had a bikini contest. They did one where you had to like almost like rub your clit, but it was with a pedometer or something. And so there was a lot of fun games like that. I wanted to kind of go more into detail. I do wish that they would have done, I don't know if this would be under shows or activities. I wish they did the scavenger hunt show that they do, the quest game show, I guess you could call it, from the Vanilla Cruise. They do that on the Temptation Cruise, but they didn't do it. I think they've done it on List Cruise before, but they didn't do it this year. And I think that's one of the most fun activities or shows that they could do, so. Also, one of the things I wish they did, which they don't do on any swinger cruises that we've seen, is I wish they did like trivia. So on normal cruises, they do trivia just for, you know, Harry Potter trivia or 80s trivia, geography tri trivia, whatever it is. I feel like those areas are a little bit more quiet and it's kind of you can sit in a table and get to know people and not quite a such a loud environment so i wish they had the people that worked on the ship that normally do trivia offering a little bit of trivia here or there even if it's not every day i wish they did that just i think would make some area for connections that might be a little bit quieter so i think that would be cool if they did that even if it's not trivia but even little games like little normal games like it doesn't have to only be trivia or like photo scavenger hunt or you know all those little ones that they usually do on yeah. those vanilla ones but i don't think that it would be from the people on the celebrity ship i think it would need to be people from bliss because i wouldn't want to do harry potter i mean i actually probably would want to do harry potter trivia but maybe make it something catered to the lifestyle yeah, type trivia, like or sex something. trivia or something yeah i think that'd be really cool but i will say i'm very happy with how they changed bliss this year from last year because I feel like they did way more games which I'm really appreciative of because that's something I really wish they would have done last year I think they did a really good job this year incorporating more I think a lot of that had to do with COVID too I agree I think there was a lot of things that they wish they could have done that wasn't able to be done because of all that stuff that happened but overall amazing job I thought I, I, I thought agree. they did a really good job excursion wise there are a ton of different excursions that you can do whenever you are going to port you can do all of the ones that Celebrity Cruise offers and so you know they have have the snorkeling and the underwater our friends did this uh not submarine but they wore those helmets where you're like an astronaut and you're like walking on the floor in the ocean so that's really cool you could do that they have very few specific excursions for bliss cruise itself that are more adult excursions but we've heard from previous ones that they're not always the best so we don't typically do a lot of excursions 
Also because we've already been on a lot of excursions on vanilla cruises, so we prefer to stay on the ship and hang out, but you do have that option if you want to. So just make sure to check the cruise website, like the celebrity cruise website or whichever cruise the ship is on so you can see all the different excursions. We recommend to look up like a rating of it. So go look up a review for that specific excursion to yeah. find if it's going to be a good one or not. Now, let's talk about music. Music I actually really, really loved. I don't have a problem with EDM. I just don't like when people play EDM constantly all the time. This ship did a good job, in my opinion, of playing a lot more kinds of music. I feel like it was really good dancing music. Like I said a little bit earlier, they even had like, oh, an EDM night up at Club 15. So they played more of that music. So it kind of gave you more variety than in the past cruises. So I really, really enjoyed the music. I enjoyed the music at the pool. They played hella Dua Lipa, like so much Dua Lipa, which I never complained about. <laughs> so, but besides that music, really overall though, I feel like it was just a good mix of so many kinds of music and not too much EDM. So I really, really love what they did with music this year. And now miscellaneous stuff. So again, we did talk about how you could be fully nude in specific areas. The alcohol and beverage package is not included on this cruise. So you do need to purchase that separately. And that's both alcohol package and just normal beverage package. So if you were to not get either, you would be able to get coffee, teas, and juices that they have everywhere. But other than that, like so and stuff you couldn't get unless you had a beverage package and also with the drink package it's per stateroom so you can't be like hey i'm gonna have an alcohol package and then bella's not gonna have it so they do it per room so you can't like share your drinks with your partners assuming i'm assuming why they do that yeah and it is pretty expensive it's uh over a thousand dollars to get that added on so just so you guys know but they don't cut you off at specific numbers of drinks i know some cruise lines do but celebrity doesn't i think you have to wait the five minutes between drinks or something so you can't drink as much as you want just make sure that you are drinking responsibly, of course. Which we actually didn't see a ton of people be crazy too drunk or anything. No. I don't think I saw anybody. And then they do offer Wi-Fi packages on cruises, of course, but just know that it's not the best Wi-Fi. And so if you're gonna try to do, you know, streaming or anything like that, you might wanna skip out on it. But also <laughs> some of the fun websites are blocked. Keep that in mind too. Yeah, I could perverts. Work. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't get on my OnlyFans on that Wi-Fi. <laughs> I think you can just pretty much do your basic internet surfing or email, but even social media is not really going to load. Yeah. The last thing in miscellaneous that I want to say is the party atmosphere. So Bliss is definitely a party atmosphere, but it's not quite as hard of a party as like Temptation, let's say. So I feel like it is a good balance of being able to party, but also kind of being able to get away and stay away from that. Also having the seven nights, if like it's like, hey, one night, let's go to bed early or, or whatever it is, if like you have so much time. And so I know people always ask like, hey, which one party's heavier? Which one this, this? I feel like it was a good party environment if you wanted to party. This is what a typical day is on the cruise ship. So you wake up probably late and then you go get breakfast if they still have it, <laughs> <laughs> or you go to brunch. Uh, and then after you eat, you go hang out at the pool for a while, about four, five-ish o'clock. Some people will leave, get ready for dinner. And that pool party is not like crazy people like dancing all over each other. It's more like a conversating by the pool with drinks, I feel like, 
than actual like people grinding on each other and boob luge and all that kind of party party (laughs) stuff they do have the music and the pool games and stuff but that was really only within like an hour or so i feel like so yeah just like jay said it's not really like super super pool party it's more just hanging out by the pool that's probably what i should say so you go hang out at the pool until four ish five ish five thirty ish and then you leave go get ready for dinner and kind of just like wonder what else to do <laughs> until you go to dinner and then after dinner you have a drink and then go meet your friends and then kind of just walk around and also kind of conversate and just think of something to do until the nighttime party yeah and so it is it there are times to party but we do wish that there was other organized things that you could do in between they did have karaoke i did forget to yeah. say that in the activities part but it also was nice the downtime because i feel like we used it for a lot of naps so the downtime and you could have gone to the meet and greets and little things like that, that they have in those downtimes but the meet and greets are during the day it was like during the the pool time it would be from one to four or something well, they also have the shows too at night which i feel like oh, from true. like nine to ten or ten to eleven they have shows so in the latin club so there's always is like little things to do but i feel like it is that main pool time and then the main parties at night are like the big two things that everything revolves around so in conclusion absolutely amazing trip for sure we are already planned and already booked to go on every year in november at least up until 2024 which is how far we are booked out we're also going to be on april 2024 as well we really like the seven nights and so we always love the november one this so far is one of our most favorite lifestyle vacations we've ever been on because of all the people that we met i mean we this was a really really amazing group of people and the one thing you'll notice about going on cruises if you, if you guys do go on these lifestyle cruises is you see the same people over and over so even some of the couples that we met on the first bliss cruise they also went on temptation and then now they're also going on this bliss cruise i mean there are some couples that we hang out with and and talk to more on these trips that we see each other than we see in our like hometown and so it's like a reunion every six to ten months and you kind of end up all traveling together and you i don't know you just like create this really fun travel friendship and we met couples who like it almost feels like camp like we had a one of our friends said that and she feels she's like oh it's like you're leaving summer camp because you create these connections like so deeply because you're hanging out for seven days straight for multiple multiple hours like lots and lots of hours and so it's it's like so special and again like us meeting so many different people who uh, listen to our content or consumer content and being able to to see like a difference that we've made with people oh my gosh it's just we really 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 enjoyed this vacation one of our favorites for sure i would definitely recommend a thousand percent if you are considering going on one of the cruises I think that they are our favorite. We personally like them more than the resorts. I think the resorts are wonderful too, but we truly just love the cruises so much. We will continue to go for the rest of time because they're literally some of our favorite trips. Like they're just so much fun. And like Bella said, it's so incredible to meet so many amazing people and to make these connections and have friends. I mean, we know so many people going on Temptation Cruise already. And I mean, it's kind of crazy because I remember we went on Bliss last year and we knew one couple that was going. We didn't really have any friends. And then now you have this whole community of people that you know. And it truly is just so cool, so special. So if you guys are considering, definitely, definitely 
I would recommend going. Go to foreplay.com slash cruise if you want to see all the rest of the cruises that we're going to be on. And if you guys are considering going, this information helps you at all. If you do book through a link, like we said earlier, it really, really helps us out. It doesn't cost you any extra. And yeah, let's all hang out together in the middle of the ocean and party because it's fucking great. For seven nights. Hell fucking yeah. Or Temptation. Or all of them. Yeah, all of them. Let's Talk about all every them. single one. That's I'm what we're doing. You, we have, we know so many, I think we knew like 25 couples from this, on this cruise who we met from previous cruises. So it's like you just all travel together and you get to see everybody. It's, it's so fun. Like I already can't wait for the next one because I already know I'm going to see so many of my friends. And it's only like 70, 73 days or something until Temptation Cruise. So <laughs> we cannot be more excited. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really hope that this information helps you decide, you know, is, is Bliss the, the place for you? It is. But, um, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening, and let's go ahead and hit them with Bella and Jace's Weekly Obsessions! My Weekly Obsession is Pokemon Violet. So, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet came out on Nintendo Switch, and it's an open-world Pokemon game, and I absolutely love it. There's, like, three different storylines that you can kind of do and it's a lot different than the previous pokemon games i did like pokemon arceus i think a bit more because i liked how you could throw the ball and catch them without having to battle them but overall i really really like it and i've been obsessed and i have my sylveon and he's so cute and i have all my other i have all three starters because i had actually a listener or a follower sent me the other one so i was really excited to be able to get all the starters and play with them throughout the entire game um i'm gonna stop nerding out now oh wait just kidding i have one more nerdy thing because it's my other weekly obsession is sailor moon stars so sailor moon the very like the fifth season that this was like the old one that came out in the 90s i never watched the dub version for some reason but i got on this anime kick again (laughs) or i guess more of a sailor moon 90s anime kick because i've been watching the crystal version which i don't absolutely love Anyway, so I've been watching Sailor Moon Stars, and I do absolutely love it. <laughs> so, my weekly obsessions are, we're going to go to Jingle Ball tomorrow night, uh, as of recording this, and we were looking at the, the lineup, and there was this person named Jax. I was like, I don't know who that is. So I listened to some of her music, and she has this song called 90s Kids, and I fucking love this song. And so her name is J-A-X, and yeah, so 90s, 90s. 90s kids listen to it it's fucking great so that's one of my obsessions my other one is a movie called spirited that just came out recently it's will ferrell and ryan reynolds and it's kind of like a christmas carol type movie i thought it was gonna be stupid but i actually ended up really enjoying it i thought it was funny but not too stupid i don't know like i I thought it was good so i like spirited a lot so if you guys are looking for you know a holiday movie spirited it's pretty decent and you get to see Ryan Reynolds sing, which is very funny to see. <laughs> and dance. Yes. Oh, gosh. He's a boy can dance. <laughs> and then my other session is just Bliss Cruise. Swinger Cruises in general. I mean, Same. It's just so fun. And I mean, I guess that's what the whole podcast was about. But clearly, we are both just obsessed with him. I cannot wait for Temptation in two months or whenever it is. And I can't wait for Bliss next year. And I just can't. I just can't wait. So those are my weekly obsessions this year. Or this week. And yeah, thank you guys so, so much for listening. We really, really appreciate it. And we will catch you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye. If you'd like to support the show, you can leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening to our podcast. All our information will be listed in the show notes below and on our website, foreplay.com. That's number four, O-U-R-P-L-A-Y.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel where we make videos and vlogs about the swinging lifestyle. Head to foreplay.com slash YouTube to watch and subscribe. 
we have the ultimate adult party game for the sexually inclined called Foreplay the Game that's both digital and physical. It's perfect for breaking the ice and spicing up any party. You can find more information at foreplay.com games. We also have the best swinger lifestyle, kinky, and adult humor clothing and accessories that you can find at foreplay.com shop. If you're looking to plan a lifestyle destination, booking through our links at foreplay.com travel really helps support the show and helps us be able to continue to create this type of content for you. We're on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, and more. You can find all our current social media accounts at foreplay.com socials. And I have an OnlyFans, which you can find at onlyfans.com slash VIP. We also have a Facebook group and Discord community and would love for you to join us. You can find the direct links in the show notes below. Lastly, we're on SDC and Cassidy at Foreplay, and you can get a free full membership trial by using our link. You can email us at hello at foreplay.com with any questions or comments or head to foreplay.com ask. Again, all our information will be listed in the show notes below, and we thank you so much for listening to our podcast. See you in the next one. Bye!